back to me enough is Enough is enough. Hey guys, welcome back to the Indie Wrestling Corner with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies, Tiffany. And I'm so excited. I brought my good friend Yoya on. How are ya? Hey, I'm good. What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad that we can make this work, that we can have you onto the podcast. Never mind the fact that I feel honored because I know you don't do podcasts. So. Oh, no. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I always have time for you. So. Thank you. It's so awesome. Uh, guys, if you're new here to the Under the Rope series here, I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees, behind the stage. I got you covered. If you guys got questions for Yoya, please feel free. Drop it into the chat. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer all of your questions and make sure you share the stream hit that like button all that fun stuff for me so we're gonna get into it we're gonna learn a little bit about you some people may know you some people might not know you so we go back to basics here on the under the rope series so tell us a little bit of how you got into professional wrestling yeah so I'm not gonna lie and say that I was a, a fan uh, my whole life, but I will say I was a fan as a kid, and uh, I stopped watching, um, I believe in fifth grade. Um, I think the last show I ever watched that was uh, SummerSlam, and I uh, moved down to Florida for a little bit, and I went to a New Japan show that was held at a fighting game convention, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of cool. It's a lot cooler than I remember, and then I just thought, you know, I think this is something that I'd like to do, and I think I could do. So I just decided to uh, give it a shot. Now here I am, still trying to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like, what school did you decide to go to? What made you choose that? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was in Florida. I trained at a school then. Uh, the trainers that I trained with down there was Eric and Andy Lockhart. But I was for a brief period of time. Uh, the school that really helped me out a lot. And uh, how groovy was uh, Worldwide Dojo with uh, CB up in uh, Bristol when we moved back to D.C. So uh, they, they're awesome. I love CB. Great job. So awesome. So awesome. I see you guys in the chat. What's going on? Matt Awesome's in the chat. He goes, yo, yeah, the OG. Dope ass dude. Much respect. Yo. 
<laughs> Sky's in the chat. She says morning. Uh, what time is it in UK right now? It's late. Oh man, oh, unless you're traveling for uh, training, actually. So, oh, it's three a.m. Three a.m. Did read that? Oh wow, three a.m. Damn. Damn. Okay. I can't mess up now. I gotta, gotta say good stuff. <laughs> What's up, April? How are you? Um, so awesome. Thanks for like coming in into the chat. Um, so usually like I ask this question, but I'm going to give props out to Charlotte who tweeted it out. So she said, first match of yours that you would recommend watching someone who has never seen you wrestle before. First match. So I, I will list uh, maybe two. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, I think for, you know, if you guys want to shoot style stuff, I think me versus okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna say a couple sorry go I for think, it think, no go for it i think any of my blood sport matches mm -hmm. were pretty fun when it comes to shoot style i wrestled uh my first one was Leo rush and then the second one was uh starboard charlie mm -hmm. and the last blood sport i did was against ninja mac and i think it's cool because uh you know we're all quote unquote smaller guys mm -hmm. but uh each person that i wrestled had a different style so it was definitely you know different kind of matches and one construct of shoot style. Yeah. And if you guys are into traditional wrestling, I think me and uh, AJ Gray was probably one of the coolest matches that I've had at GCW. Get lost a lot in New York. Just beat the dog shit out of each other. So, is that? Yeah. Uh, AT's in the chat. They're at Yoya. Put a lot of starry, you know, uh, emoji. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so awesome. So many good matches. Like. Ah, oh, we can keep like going on and on and on. Like, you know, that's what we're going to do on this podcast is to break down a bunch of uh, your matches. So I think yeah. I want to start. I want to personally start. I want to start about I want to talk about you and Tony Deppin, though. You oh. know, oh. <laughs> we need to talk about yeah. this because you sure. guys have the best like back and forth on social media. Uh, you know, one of the best in the ring. Uh, I've had him on the podcast. He's great. Uh, right. You know, so talk to us, you know, a little bit about, you know, Tony Depp and you. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's just Tony Depp. And, uh, <laughs> I thought we were friends, you know. When, uh, I was always nice to him when I first met him, but he's an asshole currently. So fuck that guy. Um, I think it's inevitable that we wrestle at some point. Right. 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 Everybody wants to see it. And I think we both. Well, I know I want it, but I think he's scared, so I should do it. Damn. So. Is Tony Depp been scared? What do you guys think in the chat? You think he's scared? <laughs> like, well, listen, listen. He's so dunking he's you. He's considered the gatekeeper of New Jersey, right? Or not even New Jersey, just wrestling in general, you know? Right. If you're an upcoming guy, you got to go through Tony Depp and prove that you can hang. Well, I'm an upcoming guy. Right. Still waiting for my chance to prove myself, but he's dodging me. It's just the way it be. We're in the same locker room almost every other weekend, you know. Right. He knows. He knows why. But it's okay. <laughs> no ducking. No ducking. Let's oh, let's make no. this. I still can't believe this hasn't happened. You know, like. You know, same here. It's it's crazy. It's, it's a match that we all need. So. I don't even know how long this has been going on, but it's been going on for way too long. <laughs> We need, we need to put a stop. It needs to happen. So. Yes. <laughs> but let's talk another wrestler here. Let's talk Matt Mikowski. I know I told you before we went live is that, uh, you know, this one I was actually really excited for. I had Mikowski on the podcast uh, last year. Uh, we got to chat. 
you know, obviously he put you over. We were talking about, um, we were talking about JCW and we were talking about him launching you and he was calling it the yo-yo launcher yeah. pretty much. Um, so, but you guys wrestled each other, you guys teamed together, like, let's, let's talk about some of your favorite moments with him and working against him and teaming with him. Uh, I much prefer working with him than working against him, to yeah. be honest with you. Uh, if I had to choose, but, uh, I don't know, I, I like, if I had to say what I like about, uh, wrestling against him, whatever, uh, I think he's very, like, dynamic as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. He, uh, incorporates, you know, his background of mixed martial arts and, yeah. you know, blue and all that stuff really well. So it really keeps me on my toes of what I'm going to do next, you know? And I really think, um, like he's one of like he's one of the few wrestlers that are part of the and I think he's incredible. You know, next to Tony, oh, I'm saying it. And next to Tony Deppin, you know, you know, I think Matt Mikowski is just one of the best wrestlers in the Indies. And that's my opinion, but that's what I think. And working with him is cool, but just like everyone else, he just wants to throw me and use me as a weapon or something, you know. <laughs> I miss Matt Mikowski. I always put like tweets randomly up, and I was like, I miss Matt Mikowski. Like, I can't wait for his injury to heal up because I definitely miss seeing him. So Oh yeah, I miss him. Yes. He's a good person. He's such a good person, such a good wrestler and yes. oh my god. But yeah, I, it was funny because I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw that he shared like but it was like an old match. I thought he was like booked on something coming up and I was like, he's back and then I was like, Oh shit, this is old <laughs> It's all work. It's all fake. <laughs> But yeah, no, I would love to see you guys like team up again uh, together. And I feel like JCW is definitely the place where it should be. Most yeah, likely. maybe next time I'll throw him, though. Not the Kowski launcher. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it. Definitely. Um, so let's talk most recently ETU. Shout out to Struggles. Like, we had him on. Uh, He's... He's the best. I love struggles. He's so great. ETU, you know, has been this promotion that just started. I was very sad I missed the first one because I got sick. Uh, but I was like, I'm not making the second one. I'm staying in. I'm not getting sick. Um, you know, yeah. but you oh, were yeah. part of the Openweight 8 gauntlet. And, you know, you were in the ring with Ace Romero. <laughs> like, let me tell you, you... I mean, we talked a little bit before because I was backstage. So if you guys haven't seen that episode of the Indie Talks, please feel free, guys. Check that episode out. We did a lot of backstage interviews. Yoya said that it didn't matter who it was. He was here for it. And boy, <laughs> Ace Romero threw you around, but you stood up to him. You, you got all up in his face. You were all in it. I not, never scared. They never scared. Come on now. We know that. Or, no, know. never scared. Never scared. Never scared. Um, I did not know that it was going to be Ace Romero, unfortunately. That's why, you know, at first, I was, okay, you know what? Let's say, let's say this. I do get scared sometimes, but I'll always, you know, get over the fact of that and just move on with it, right? Right. So when I, when I walked out, you know, I did want to back out a little bit. The struggles pushed me back out. I was like, well, I have nowhere to go but in the ring so here we are yeah oh man i love ETO. you it's it's such a great uh promotion is there anybody like that you know the pot well it is expect the unexpected is there anybody that you would have your eye on that you would love 
to get into the ringlet over there? Uh, yeah, I got, I got more than one. That's okay. Oh, go for it. The first one, we've been talking about this on Twitter. It's uh, Scoot Andrews. Yeah. Ring of Honor, you know, founding father. He's the guy. I love Scoot. He's awesome. Great wrestler. Um, I think the second one would be Ricky Morton. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into Ricky. And uh, third, hmm. I'm gonna put it out there. We're gonna put Tony Devin there. Yes, we I need we need this. We yes. all want this. We need you in Devin. It needs to you happen. Know, whenever I see him in person, I'm getting a fist fight. So it just needs to happen in the ring, you know. <laughs> I love the photo for even like Tony Devin's birthday. You posted like next to him, and it's like he's kind of like distracted. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I was fun. trying to be his friend. I was trying to. I was I was curious and just trying to talk to him, but he just shooed me away. So, yeah, <laughs> that was the last of it. Come on, Devin, give it to us. We all want it. We all want it. This this big build of it, we need it. Yes. <laughs> the end of year. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk NFW. All right, since yeah. it's like it's such a you know big thing that we're we're gearing up to next week, guys. FW, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. But let's let's start here. Let's start let's start with the last show, and you and Akira main evented. We love Akira over here again. If you guys don't know Akira, check out that interview up on the Under the Rope series as well. Uh, you know, which was which was great. So talk to us working that, and then we're gonna get into Marco Stud. Yeah, was that a uh, wrestling Akira? You said yes. Uh, you know, wrestling Akira is uh, is always a challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you just never know what you're gonna get. Well, you know he's crazy as shit. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's that's always a given. But he's technically like super sound as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think when people first look at Akira, it's like, oh, it's just a deathmatch wrestler. Mm-hmm. Those deathmatch guys. Someone a really fucking incredible wrestler, someone right. the best in the world, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. And with someone like Akira, he can do, he's really versatile. He can do everything. So if we go outside to the ring, probably beat my ass with some chairs or weapons or whatever. We go back in the ring, he's super good technically. So, you know, like Matt Mikowski, he right. always keeps me on my toes. So, so it was super fun. Yeah. Like, it's true. Like, me and Alex Cologne had that conversation. Uh, about you know wrestlers you know being in deathmatch wrestling, but you guys they they all they all started somewhere like everybody else. So you know how to do the fundamentals of regular wrestling, and then you go into the deathmatch. But sometimes I appreciate more like because you'll get like stuck into that scene that you're a deathmatch wrestler, and then people forget that you could actually really wrestle. So that was one thing that. I've even had that conversation with Akira in person um, that he had told me that he wanted to regular wrestle. Like, he's like, I can really wrestle. He was like, you know, I, everybody's booking me to do these death match, these death matches, but I can really wrestle. And you guys really went on for like a while in the ring yeah. for this. I mean, like, you know, like people forget, like, it's not just death match, it's death match. Right. Wrestling. You know, you still have to wrestle. And I think... Akira and I, you know, he really wanted to prove the fact that he could wrestle with me and hang with me. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I would believe that he would fit really well in Bloodsport as well. So I think he needs to keep doing what he's doing. So I like it. And I think he will be on here very soon. 
Yeah, so good, so good. Uh, Sam's in chat. He says yo ya, and uh, Brandon is in the chat. Hi, Brandon. What's going on? Welcome, welcome. So let's get into this big thing. Actually, I have the graphic here, so I'm going to throw it up onto the screen. So if you guys are listening to the audio, definitely go back and check the video out, the video version of it as well. So another way out next Friday. You could still get tickets. Now it's on IWTV as well if you can't get down to New Jersey at Richfield Park. Uh, this has been building up for a while. Uh, and I, it's funny because I think a lot of promotions really wanted to put this match on. Um, and shout out to Tom Customs for making the graphic too because I saw I remember like even Cody was like oh my god Tom did the graphic for it because this has just been a match that everybody has wanted uh, you know you guys were kind of going back and forth on social media as well so give us a little bit of the background of it you know you know what are you looking forward to the most maybe you want to talk some smack <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to talk smack. I love Marco. Marco's the man. <laughs> um, and he can probably kick the dogs out of me, so it'll be nice. <laughs> uh, so, I'm really excited for this match mm -hmm. because um, I think we're, you know, we're the two biggest guys in the AP size-wise. So, we're just, I don't, like, I'm just excited to see if the ring can even hold up, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, slamming each other left and right. We're gonna try to break the ring. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> but realistically speaking, though, I, uh, me as a person, uh, you know, not even as a wrestler, I've always been small, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Marco could probably say the same thing. He's always been small. <laughs> yeah. So this means like a lot to me, like personally, because as a quote-unquote, you know, who's weird small guy in wrestling, I always feel like there's something that. Uh, I don't want to say I have to prove something, but I don't want to be someone that's known just small flips. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I definitely want to be out of the mold of that, you know? Mm -hmm. I think with the match like this between me and Marco, I think this is going to be different from what anyone has seen ever between two, like, guys that are, you know, considered really small in a business or anywhere else, you know? Right. So, definitely uh, very excited for this. I'm so excited. It's been a great build. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, again, like if you guys tune in this Thursday, Cody will be on the podcast. We're going to break down the car with Matt Vertigo as well. So there'll be plenty to uh, say. Looking forward to this match. So also like him working with like AEW. So like I know this is something that I talk about even like even like Alex Zane. Alex Zane's been on the podcast and we talked about him even just like training alone in like WWE and just the knowledge uh, that he can give to, you know, other, you know, indie wrestlers out there. Joey Janela was just on, you know, GCW Sunday talking about that, you know, he's no longer part with AEW, you know, but he learned so much and he's so grateful for all the opportunities that he had and now he can pass on all his knowledge. So do you feel like also like this can also be for you too with like Marco's stunt, like getting all this knowledge and, you know, making you a better wrestler going forward? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's always like kind of my goal when I wrestle is to learn something well uh minus tony definitely i don't care i just want to be his but any other anyways any other match um that's the goal i always want to you know learn because I, I don't think people know i'm still very new in the business you know? right i'm not even i'm almost three years if that you know so i have a lot a long way to go a lot to learn and that's kind of my goal every match is mm -hmm. just 
be the best that I can be mm-hmm. in the previous match, learn something, and then apply it to my next match, you know? Yeah. And again, someone like Marco, he's been around longer than I have. He's done a lot more than I have. And obviously, mm-hmm. he's an AEW, you know? So he's been in places where I wanted to be in. So definitely want to try to pick as much as I can from him. You know, right. you don't get opportunities like that every day. So when you do, you got to take advantage of that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that's important. Well, you know, so speaking of that, like, so you've, you know, you've been doing this for three years now, whatever. What's like the best piece of advice that you was given? Wow, that's, I mean, that's hard. (laughs) I I, I get all, in this past few years, I get like, uh, I get like so much advice and I try yeah. to like cram it all in. That's kind of one of my problems. I try to cram in new info mm-hmm. and then I just lose track of like some of it, you know? Right. But I guess since I can't really, I don't want to say I can't think like off the top of my head of mm-hmm. what the best advice is, I think maybe the best thing that works for me as a wrestler is just traveling out even if I'm not wrestling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because there's always something to learn. There's always someone to talk to to pick their brains and that's kind of I guess in anything that you do, if you want to get better at something, is just doing something that you're not comfortable with and then try to make the best of those opportunities and times, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's do some of these fan tweets. I got a whole bunch of them for you. So the, fir- the first one is from Dr. Bob. Shout out to you. He goes, what is it about C4 wrestling that has you mentioning them lately? And other than Canada, which specific countries are you on the list to wrestle in? So C4, um, what about C4 that has mentioned lately? No, a lot lately is, you know, I think, you know, I think there's a couple other promotions, but in Canada, along with C4, mm-hmm. has a crazy track record of new talent coming in and doing great things later on in the year, two years, three years, you know. I think uh, the people over at C4 have, like, a crazy eye for upcoming talent that, that's just going to blow up, and they grab them before they blow up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the matches that they put on are just incredible. Like, you know, Blackwood, Jonathan Gresham, and so forth. Like, the matches they put on are crazy. Um, and they never put on a bad show either, so it's hard to kind of argue against them. Right. And... I guess besides Canada, um, pretty much the I, I think the biggest goal that I have right now is either the UK or Japan for sure. That's definitely the goal. Man, I feel like lately it's more possible with like a lot of people because I've been noticing like we just talk with Becca and she just did a tour. Ace Romero just did a tour. Ever ever yeah. like everybody's been like touring all over. Like Marcus Matters just went up to C four like. It's pretty awesome, like to watch like everybody like travel. Uh, That's super sick. And you never know like who you're gonna get into the ring with, and like you know work the work you know different styles, different people. Like it's so awesome. Like oh, so. yeah, it's incredible. And then, you know it's really cool because again, like not even a year ago we wouldn't have these opportunities, and there's so much good people mm-hmm. in the indies or in the, in the states, you know, and they all deserve you know great things like that. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, Ninja Mac is another one. You know, you brought him yeah, up earlier. He's, he's not coming back. He's a superstar in Japan. I'll let him go. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Every once in a while. Again, if you guys don't know Ninja Mac, go check out that interview. He pops into the chat every once in a while. Like, he likes to do some challenges to whoever's onto the podcast. But you guys, yeah. you know, <laughs> you guys already went into the ring. I feel like that's one of those things that you guys could always get into the ring and, you know, work each other. It would be great, you know. But, um, even like GCW with like the scrambles, uh, which is great. It's like one of my favorite things with GCW is the scrambles. And, you know, you have your different styles of wrestling and, you know. So sick. It's it's so fun. <laughs> like That's my personal favorite, like the scrambles. I don't, I don't think anyone does scrambles better than GCW. Yeah. Probably. I think I'm with you with this. But it's definitely one of my personal favorites is that. Yes. Sir. <laughs> uh, next fan tweet is from John. He says, "If you can pick your opponent, big guy or someone your size." It doesn't matter. I'll take them all. <laughs> but I think as of late, uh, it's all been bigger guys. So you know, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Big or small, it doesn't matter. I'll take them all. He'll take them all. Just give me a moment. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, next fan tweet. Actually, this is a really good question. Shout out to Dave. Uh, he said, so how do you think small guys in professional wrestling should be viewed? Should be viewed? Yeah. Uh, I think it should be viewed however that individual person wants to be viewed, you know? Yeah. And I don't believe in, uh, putting anybody in a box, big, small, whatever, you know, you want to, whatever you want to label someone. Right. But however that person wants to be viewed. That's that's that should be it, you know. I guess for me personally too, I'll bring you know what I how I feel as people who say, oh, I see it all the time, you know, Yogi's too small, blah 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 blah, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Um, I want to show you know that I'm not someone that's just gonna you know back away from a challenge, right? And I definitely want to wrestle different from what people would expect someone my size to wrestle. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, you know, that's my goal. I don't want people looking at me like, oh, he's a typical small guy. That's, you know, the goal is to be the opposite from that. So that's what I have to say for me personally. Yeah, that's how I, I mean, that's how it should be. I mean, if you're a good wrestler, then that's what it should all matter about. And it's like, and then the fans, they're all behind you too, which is, which is so cool. Like being at the shows and then everybody's with the sticks with your face on it. Yeah, like it's, it's so cool. It's, you know, like. A year ago, two years ago, I would have never imagined. You know, I'm super blessed. Like, I will say, like, wrestling mm -hmm. and you know, wrestling fans are not to be cliche or anything. I already tweeted it, but like, mm -hmm. it's probably like really the only thing that I have right now that like really motivates me, keeps me going. You know? Yeah. And I, I don't think like fans realize like what they do, like or what they, everything that they do, like how much it means to me. You know, it means the world. And I, that's not like me saying it's to say it's. It's crazy. Like, I think about it every night. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I love that. Well, let's stick with that. All right. Let's do, let's do, uh, you know, we'll do some fun questions. We'll do an important one that's important onto this podcast because I started this whole wrestling with positivity thing, yeah. uh, <laughs> which is, which is so great, um, you know, because there's so much negative out there when it comes to wrestling. I love to focus on the positive. So, again, wrestling with positivity is dear to my heart. I've been incorporating into all of my interviews with everybody. So, is there anything that, you know, you can think of that you could share with us something that maybe 
like a fan's done for you, maybe something you've done for a fan, maybe a wrestler's done for you, or maybe something you've done for a wrestler that we wouldn't normally hear about um, that you could share with us? I guess I was just, you know, off the top of my head really recently um, down in Dallas, I had lost my fanny pack. Yeah. And I don't know, it's something so small, fanny pack, whatever, but, you know, I have everything in my life in there, you know, my car keys, my, my money, you know, my debit cards, all that stuff. And at that point, I was, uh, I had a lot going on in my life, so that was just like another thing added to like my stress, you know what I mean? I was, I had gray hairs, I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. my hairs are gray, it's crazy. Um, but it was, like, I posted it on Twitter, and I was like, whatever, if people see it, they see it, they don't, they don't. Yeah. And then I was searching for like two hours, I, I even had, believe it, I had an X-Pod company find my fanny pack. It was sick. Oh, wow. He didn't find it, so, to say the least, but we tried. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I opened up Twitter again, and it's like, you know, almost over like 200 retweets and like likes and stuff. I was like, holy shit, you know, people actually care about like my personal belongings and, you know, me being able to get home safe and all this stuff, you know. And that really touched me. And then I think not even 20 minutes later, I ended up getting it back. So it was awesome. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. The fans are so important. It's, it's, it's so great. I watch like all the you know, the positive stuff that we see, like, oh, this one lost this, or, you know, people like, oh, let's help out, and, you know, chip in if, like, you know, luggage is lost, or this, or that, like, I, yeah. you know. Without fans, there definitely wouldn't be us, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. So, I guess, you know, it's like that appreciation. You entertain us, you know, either it's like just the appreciation back of you guys busting your ass to entertain the hell out of us, you know? Yeah. So sure. awesome. Uh, some more f- fun, like, you know, fun questions or whatever. Uh, you know, so besides your gear, if we went into your gear bag, what would we find? Oh, man. No, you're putting me on blast now. <laughs> maybe um, it's Tony Deppin, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a, a bunch of his gear I stole from his house and it actually. Um, but besides that, uh, besides Tony Deppin's gear, obviously I have my gear at all times. Uh, I have wrist tape. Mm-hmm. I try to have wrist tape, but you know, that's here and there. It's honestly like finding having having wrist tape and trying to find it in CVS is actually kind of hard because some CVSs don't carry them. I have a, I have like a like a bathroom like that bag type thing with a bunch of my toiletries, so I don't smell. But mm-hmm. you know, rather not smell. Uh, what else do I have in there? I have a PS5 controller. You never know when you're gonna need that. You know, somebody wants to smoke in a video game. I'm here for it. Uh, and then I also have a backpack with just a bunch of like clothes and all that stuff. You know, I, when it comes to packing my gear bag, I'm really good at it. Like I, I, I know everything that's in there, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like everyday stuff, like my clothes, shoes, whatever, I just stuff whatever I can find in a bag and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so now like people, fans are going to come up to you. They'll be like, all right, I got this PlayStation here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play a game. Oh yeah, you don't even have to ask me twice. We'll right down in there. So then, what is the game of choice then? That like you know that you're gonna smoke everybody. Uh, we could play Tekken. I used to do tournaments in Tekken. We can play you know Call of Duty if you want. You probably beat my ass now, but I still I'm not gonna still not try. You know, <laughs> um, I'm a big Madden fan too. So if you want to play Madden, you'll need to smoke Madden. 
There you go. There you go. That's the way it is hard, pretty much. I yes. like that. Uh, April's got questions for you in the chat. She said, so she got uh, two questions. So she said, can you tell us a bit about your match with Ninja Mac? Also, how was the whole Bloodsport experience for you? That was one of my favorite matches on the card. Uh, my match with Ninja Mac and how was the Bloodsport experience for me? Um, I guess I'll go into the Bloodsport first and then Ninja Mac. Mm -hmm. uh, Bloodsport is super sick. Like, when I was like still kind of training and not really doing much, I was just, you know trying to get my feet wet and doing whatever. I I remember seeing Bloodsport, and I literally said maybe two years ago, I'm gonna get on this. I don't care how, I don't care what I gotta do, I'm gonna get on Bloodsport 100%. And it's you know I've watched Josh forever, even before pro wrestling, because I did MMA before pro wrestling for mm -hmm. eight ten years. So being able to be around him learning from him you know taking his brain is super cool because for me i'm a big fan you know what i mean i almost i was like almost in tears when i first met him uh and it's just the environment in general like everyone i don't want to say everyone's super serious but everyone is like in a different like mindset you know like it's just it's just different it's super cool and my match with ninja mac it was i thought it was awesome it was so fun um ninja mac in my opinion Again, I could say this about a lot of people. He's probably one of the best in the indie scenes as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And he definitely made me step up my game just because, I mean, look at him. He's ninja fucking mad, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I have, to, I have to be able to keep up with that. So, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. It's incredible. So awesome. I love, I love it that, you know, we all, a bunch of us, we were like, oh, who is this guy? When we first saw him in, like, GCW. And then, of course, like, all the crazy spots. And we're like, wow, like... Here he is, like, so... Oh, I feel like with the crazy spots, I'm always on the receiving end. <laughs> never on the giving end. So it's got to change. Yes! Let's change it up a little bit. <laughs> yes. I'm tired of being thrown four rows across the freaking room and stuff, so... It's, it's fun, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> so funny. Um... So I always like, you know, with me doing these interviews, I'm always putting over people onto, you know, onto anybody that wants to know about the indie wrestling scene. I mean, this is episode 171. I've had a lot of people on. So, but I also like talking about the new and up and coming talent. Is there anybody that has caught your eye that you're like, damn, like, you know, I just spotted this kid, you know, like, you know, I need to get into a ring with. Man, I have like a list like I have like a journal of people I want to wrestle that are new. Mm -hmm. I wish I brought that in with me, but um, it's a couple. Like I really like you know who Young Jay Lee is. Young who? Young Jay Lee. He's like he was a part of he's he does like Limitless and C four. Yes, actually, you know it's so funny you said that because I think I seen uh I think I just seen like a, a video um was he in I think I saw something at, like chaotic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, he would just, they just did a secret show and it was just odd. And I was just talking to one of the students before and I'm like, I was like, this kid is good. He just went up against uh, Brad Cashew. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's good. Like I have a book or and, like, I wish I bought it, but like, he's definitely one like top of my head that mm -hmm. I can definitely say he's super good. Yeah. The chaotic, um, the, no, I should say the new England school. Is yeah. also like putting out like a lot of great talent up there too. Like that New England scene is nuts, and I'm glad that I've started to finally go up to experience that because I know how the New Jersey scene is and the New York scene is. But like, 
now, like, I didn't realize, like, how much is going on in the New England area. Yeah. They're uh, starting to, like, make their way into the New Jersey scene, you know? Yeah. Super cool. And then we have Wrestling Open. Uh, shout out to Drew. Yeah. Which is so amazing. I went up the last two weeks. Uh, and it's cool because I've been seeing a lot of, like you said, like, New Jersey's been going up. New York's been going up. But I'm like, oh, wow. I, like, ran into people that I knew for years. And then, again, then you have, like, some of the talent that I didn't even know who they were and now because of wrestling open we have this opportunity so maybe we'll see yeah, you go up there super. <laughs> uh, maybe if uh, yeah they, they want me they have my contact info i'm always here you know yeah i think it'd be great i think there's like a lot of great talent up there that you know you can mesh great with yeah and i also like uh uncharted territory it's pretty cool too now that they're going down south yeah see some of the guys because i think like I don't want to say the down south is neglected or whatever. Yeah. But I definitely think there's a lot of untapped talent down south. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be cool to see. You know, guys like, you know, we don't promote Culture Inc. Those guys are good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wilder Marvel's good. He's starting to make his way around, though, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of good guys down, down south that I think are going to shine with this opportunity. Yeah. I, I think it's great that they're, like, moving and going somewhere else, you know, because I think – what I kind of noticed is when I went up to Wrestling Open and I was talking to some of the, the fans that were standing outside before we got inside is that um, not everybody's like me, that I watch like a lot of different wrestling, not just in New York, New Jersey, that I do watch stuff all over the place. And a lot of people kind of just stay in the territory or wherever they are and they only know, you know, their local indies. Right. Um, you know, and this is why, like, I try to interview people from all over the place, you know, so you guys can see all this. But, uh, and I was like talking about certain names, and like, they're like looking at me, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, well, you're crazy, <laughs> like, what, <laughs> you know, yeah. so. But it's nice too. Like again, like I, there's probably like a lot of people that I don't even know into the the south, and now we're gonna have that opportunity to see all those people down there too. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited to see. So great. Uh, David's in the chat. He says, hide both of us. What's up, David? He'll pops and chair shots. What's going on? He said, caught you at Richfield last Friday, Yo-Yo. You killed it. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Richfield is my second home or third home next to Yeah. I feel like that's like everybody's home. And I think a fan kind of said, like, you don't really come to Richfield to watch wrestling. You come to hang out with your friends. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I really contemplated bringing in a sleeping bag and just leaving it at Richfield. <laughs> there you go, guys. Bring him a bag and then you just stay there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll be there. You can come at any time. I'll open the door for you. <laughs> and that's like another place, too. Like every promotion like runs there, too. It's constantly busy. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you go like any day of the week, you could find wrestling in there pretty yeah, much. It's not a bad thing, though. You know, it's cool. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I think it's like wonderful. And uh, shout out to Azrael because me and him were talking about uh, that he does open ring on Saturdays, like way before whatever promotions running that Saturday night. And even Steve off had talked about that. If you kind of, you know, come help also, like you might get a spot on like magic or something, which is pretty cool as well yeah it's really cool wrestling wrestling's great love it bring it all together uh he'll pops the chair that says facts love that venue great venue and then shout out to uh um xander with uh the lighting love love when he does his lighting over there makes you guys look great man i told his dad that he needs to remember me before he becomes rich and famous you know yeah (laughs) he's so good at what he does 
He does. He really, he really does. Uh, David said, yo, your sleeping bags, custom designed. <laughs> I, I got you. All right. So you guys travel a lot. You get in the car. Sometimes you drive for hours. You guys, you know, go all over the place. Give us one of your best road trip stories. Oh, uh, um, how about, how about, you know, here's the one road trip story that I always give. And it's because it's probably the longest one that I've, I've ever done. Uh, so I went from, well, I'll give two. So one was I went from Florida to Georgia to North Carolina. This is all in like two days. Mm-hmm. So went up to those two states and went straight to Chicago and wrestled. And then as soon as we were done wrestling, got right back in the car. I drove back the whole way because they all fell asleep. And I was like, well, this is fun. This is great. Oh, no. That was probably the worst road trip. And I think the scariest road trip that I've been on was I kind of did the same loop, but I went from Florida to Chicago to New England and New York. Mm -hmm. And when I got towards New England, I had to switch because I didn't have any sleep. Mm -hmm. And we were driving through the woods at 3 a.m. And I started seeing things in the trees and then my the passenger with me was like really scared like she legitimately scared because i kept saying i see mario in the trees and they're <laughs> like yeah no we're gonna have to switch so, oh, no. yeah that was probably the scariest time of my life oh shit. no that's scary <laughs> yeah i never again no way <laughs> there's been some crazy road trips that i've done that we've seen like scary houses that look like abandoned and you're like oh god we're gonna die. Pretty Maybe much. that can be the next place for a show. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> the haunted mansion or whatever like that. And just like yeah, yeah. There was a which promotion was it? <laughs> it was like supposed to be at an abandoned Chinese restaurant. Oh my! Oh, it was, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's super <laughs> sick. I, I, it was so, I don't know. I think that's so cool. Yeah. You know? I was a little creeped out. Just find a place. Nah, it's fine. Hope, hope for the best. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so uh, I'm going to wind us down. I got, like, three more questions. If you guys guys got any questions, drop in the chat, please, you know, feel free. Um, so what's some things you like to do when you're not in the squared circle? Besides play video games. Ah, uh, hey. <laughs> well, besides playing video games, um, I'm really, really busy, so... Right now, I kind of have a job, like it's, it's considered a full-time job, but I really kind of make my own schedule and do what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I'm not work, quote-unquote working, you know, that's what we do. But if I'm not at the job, um, <laughs> I've been working out twice a day lately, mm-hmm. so I wake up really early to do a run and take a yoga class, which helps me out a lot, and then I lift at night. Um, and then... I guess really spending my free time if I'm not, you know, thinking about wrestling or just thinking about, like, future plans, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to go out, because I live in D.C., Northern Virginia area. I like to go out to the D.C. area and kind of explore, like, small coffee shops and, like, cool little shops, you know? Mm-hmm. And just see what I can find. That's, I don't know, I'm a weird, I, I, maybe it's weird, but I like seeing what's around, what little nooks and crannies I can find, you know? No, that's not weird. That's pretty cool. 
Any, any cool like coffee, like coffee, crazy coffees that you tried? No, I'm really basic. I, I drink black coffee. Um, I'm, that's all I really drink. But it's kind of like the, uh, if the coffee shop is cool, I, I, I want to hang out in there, you know? Yeah. So, Some of them yeah, are cool. Some of them, like, it gives you that vibe, right? Like that, you know, there was a place called Tea Lounge. And they used to have, like, a million different sofas and, like, the lighting. And every once in a while, they would have, like, jazz music play. Like, there's some, like, really yeah. cool vibes at, like, these coffee or tea spots. Yeah, it's really fun. And sometimes I like going to, like, bubble tea, like, mm -hmm. shops, you know? Yeah. And just hang out there and talk with friends. Like, we'll play board games and stuff there. It's fun. Yeah, those are those are always the fun. I like that. I like when you could go to those places and play some board games. I was just playing Jenga up in New England. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not as crazy in the ring as I am out of real life, you know, or the other way around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Super Saiyan Mutant in the chat says, Yoya is looking more Jack these days. What oh. is your secret? Uh, my secret is just drink a bunch of beer and just lift. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I, <laughs> Maybe it is the secret. Maybe, maybe. Maybe it's the secret. Because I've been lifting, you know, twice a day or whatever, and I've been eating a lot, so, you know, that might be it. So, but I would like to think it's the beard. He's taking all of Tony Deppin's beer, and then he's working out. That's that's how it is. That's what I guess. He actually texted me. He's like, where all my beard goes? I don't know. See? Tell me. See? Um, so we just start, we just went into May. So what is, you know, we're not going to say long-term goals, but what is your goals of 2022? Um, like, so there's, uh, I have a couple main ones. I think one, I think it's more up to like an opinion based goal rather than, you know, something that I can really set in stone and be like, okay, I accomplished this. Right. Um, by the end of 2022. One goal out of two major goals that I have is I want to be considered, you know, one of the best guys in the Indies if possible. Or not the best guy, but just one of the top guys in the Indies, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I've been working really hard every match that I have to kind of slowly start proving that and progressing in that way. Um, and, you know, again, as a smaller person, I want to be considered that without doing any flips, I'm cutting that out. I'm cutting a lot of things out, mm -hmm. and I want to be just the best wrestler that I can be. And hopefully, people see that. If not, I can't do much about that. I just get better, I guess. But that is one goal. The second goal would be going to Japan mm -hmm. or UK, one of the two. Right. Uh, Canada is gonna happen for sure. Like I'm gonna go to C4. We're working on the date. So I just crossed off my list. I know what's happening, but. Uh, Japan and UK is a goal, and then this might be a stretch, but I would like to get some and it'll be on TV by the end of 2022 as well. So. Okay. Well, we, we put it out there. You never know. Like, yeah, I feel like I've, all the opportunities are there. And then it's like, even with like AEW giving those opportunities for the indies, that like they're paying attention. And, you know, you guys are getting opportunities to go work on Dark, which is, which is great. So maybe. Maybe we'll see yeah, that. Yeah, sure. And, you know, I think the Indies right now has a lot of eyes on it. Yeah. Everywhere, you know. And then, you know, you have places like you know, VXS, GCW, like all these crazy shows that you can work on. And just the 
you have that much more opportunities to be able to show yourself and show what you can do, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love the indies. I talk about it all the time. I, you know, I always say, I gotta be honest with you. I rather go watch the indies than mainstream. It's just my preference. Uh, this is why, you know, the indie wrestling corner, it's all about the indies, you know? <laughs> so, um, but I like it. I don't know. I guess maybe it's more of that personal touch. It's more intimate, uh, you know, and sometimes I find like you guys are a lot better than some of the people that are on TV. So, you know, and, and I do like, I can tell you because I seem to be talking about it a lot that I do notice uh, when people are changing their move set in it. Uh, you know, so I pretty sure other fans notice it too, that you change it up and like to be a little more versatile, like even like Jordan Oliver, Jordan Oliver was a flippy guy and he didn't want to be, you know, noted as like the flippy guy at one point. And now he's does a little bit of everything, which is, which is great. So, yeah, that's you know, the goal, you know, just to be a little bit different. I saw myself doing a lot of like the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. I was, I was like, ah, no, that's got to change because I see it kind of. You know, not working for me to watch anyways, you know, so. Right, right. Uh, Sam in the chat says, see you in Vegas, question mark. Me or Yo-Yo? <laughs> <'Cause... laughs> yeah, me or... <laughs> I'm not going to Vegas unless someone wants to pay my trip because there's a bunch of great, like, uh, what was it, the P uh, Revolver, like, that I want to, like, go to and see JT right. Dunn and Chris Bay. Like, shit, give it to me. Like, yes. there's a lot of great... Uh, Shout out to, you know, or AEW and all that fun stuff. So, but yeah, he wants to know if you are going to Vegas. Obviously, I'm not. <laughs> I might. I don't know yet. I'm still, you know, I'm still, that, that weekend is still open for me. Mm -hmm. I believe it's the only weekend that I have open. So, you know, it's been out there. I don't know available. So I'm thinking about it. See, that's what you guys got to do. You have to tweet at, you know, these her motions and you have to tell them that you want to see Yoya and then that's it like you know sometimes things happen you never know so oh, you guys can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it so I like to end on one final note one final question uh you know we have a lot of listeners whether they're amateur you know or thinking about getting into wrestling we also have people you know we have a lot of wrestlers that listen into the podcast you know what's a piece of advice that you know you would give them a piece of advice like life advice or wrestling wrestling advice yeah oh man like to other wrestlers or fans i'm sorry oh uh, let's do it for the for the you know like the amateur or you know someone thinking to get into the business oh uh, i guess i okay, we'll go two ways as a fan if you want to get into wrestling keep an open mind for sure there's a lot of good stuff going on right now so don't like close off one thing just because you like one thing you know what i mean you never know where you're gonna find out there there's a lot of good stuff just don't watch Tony Deppin. that's all <laughs> um and i think for wrestlers if you want to get into business you know, same thing. Just keep an open mind and, you know, make the best of any opportunity you get, you know what I mean? Because they, as much as, like, we like to think they can always come, opportunities and anything that you do are very far and few between. So once you get them, you definitely have to uh, make the best of it, even if you think it's not going to lead to somewhere, because everything you do will lead to something. So, yeah. 
That's good advice. Yeah, we have a lot of people that like pop in and they're very interested. Shout out to Sky. She's she was listening to the one that's in UK. It was three in the three in the morning, and I know that she's actually travel. She travels, I think, a bunch of hours. I'm not sure how many hours it is. Maybe like three to five. Maybe it's more. I forget. She told me to go train in UK. Like, and she started wow. the beginning of the year uh so yeah. shout out to sky so she always with her notepads when she listens to the interviews so she always you know enjoys your guys advice that it helps her out a little bit as well so shout out to her so, so sick yeah so you're cool gonna, you're, you're, just keep doing that it's good stuff I love it. see so. so again we have i have putting up the flyer again here so we're, we're pushing the nfw show at you and marco stunt <laughs> yes looking looking forward to it i will be there causing lots of havoc at the show as always i'll be backstage doing some backstage interviews for the channel as well so i'm looking forward to this match you guys better like come out uh we'll talk again to cody there's still tickets available and again if you can't make it it'll be on iwtv on the 13th so definitely make sure you're subscribed to iwtv so uh is there anything else like coming up for you that like you know show wise if people want to come and show support uh Oh man, uh, I'm getting spotty here. <laughs> I, have, I have like a calendar. I look what uh, off the top of my head, NFW, uh, Flying D in DC. You know, I think the DC scene is going to blow up at some point. Mm -hmm. So get on that before it's too late. Uh, DPW also. Super excited for DPW. I think they're doing really yeah. good things out here in North Carolina. Um, yeah, those are the next three that I can remember because I get thrown a lot and I don't have good long term memory. So. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So this is why, like, everybody needs to be following you on all social media platforms. So tell everybody where they could find you on the social media platform and and your merch and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So social media, Twitter is the only yo-yo, but it's T H E O N L Y O Y A. There's only one Y. And then uh, for Instagram, same thing, the only yo-yo, one Y. And then for merch. Uh, stiffblade.com has shirts of mine and also I'm going to be doing pre-orders uh, soon for if you don't like yo-yo then fuck you shirts are coming out <laughs> so I don't know if you guys see probably not if you don't follow me but you know I have, it's on my Twitter my profile picture mm -hmm. is me drawn in that so we'll get those shirts soon too Awesome. Heard it first. There you go. All those all those links are in the description below for easier to click and uh you know go support and again go buy some merch, go support Yo Yo, go bother him and go play some PlayStation with him at uh at a game. <laughs> so, yes, yes. Show Don't you. bother me at any time. <laughs> Oh, man. It's been so awesome to chat with you. Thank you for coming on, hanging out with us, letting us learn a little bit more about you. So looking forward to like you know up and coming shows i know i always see you at a whole shitload of shows so you'll definitely yes. and like i said you'll see me on the 13th so but again it's it's always a pleasure to chat with you a little bit so thank you yeah, yeah. thank you for having me i appreciate it it's fun i haven't done a podcast in forever so hopefully i wasn't
Who you are amazing. So thank you so much. Nah, I like to I like to break down a little bit with everything. So, but you fans are great. Also in the chat, thank you for all your questions. Thank you for hanging out. Thanks for the audio listeners that listen to us as well. Again, tune in this Thursday. Cody Jen and and Matt Vertigo are be coming on. We're gonna break down the NFW card. So definitely make sure that uh, you're subscribed and hit that bell so you can tune on in and follow me on Twitter as well. So. Guys, you know the drill. Stay safe, support independent wrestling, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.